Listen to WGN Radio's newest podcast, Behind the Badge, Illinois, hosted by David Hochberg. Behind the Badge, Illinois, views current events through the eyes of Illinois law enforcement leaders. Tune in. Visit WGNRadio.com slash Behind the Badge. Okay, it's the Chicago Bears. Dan Hampton, an Arkansas Razorback, who played as a Chicago Bears defensive tackle from 79 to 90, elected to the Pro Football Hall of Fame in 02. Edo Pradovich, a U of I, L-I, and I, drafted to the Bears in 1962, part of the NFL championship team of 1963. Glenn Kozlowski, a BYU Cougar, who played six years on the Bears, specializing in special teams and wide receiver. Mark Carmen. You, Mark Carmen. Yeah. You're just a sexy young guy that doesn't know a, a damn thing. Welcome to the Hamp and OB Show with Kaz. Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com. On the station with the best Bears coverage. Hamp and OB Show with Kaz. Sponsored by your local Chevy dealers at ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Super Bail... Super Bowl, Super Bears. I can't even say it. Hey, welcome in. Bears win 25-20. They beat the Minnesota Vikings. They're 7-3. The Vikes slip to 5-4. The Bears control their destiny. And, oh, yeah. And the Bears are going to the playoffs. At the Bears Bear are, hey, hey, you know, to the victor goes the spoils. And 7-3, and alone atop the NFC North with the Packers, a loss this week. We beat the Vikings. Detroit, yeah, we'll talk about them a little bit later in the show. But, guys, I said before the game, six hours ago at the closing of uh, the pregame, I got to see it. And guess what? We saw it tonight. They overcome an awful lot of mistakes by our young quarterback. But you know what, OB? That defense, pack it up. They can go anywhere, anytime, and keep you in any game. And tonight, again, they win it. Again. There's no question about it, and you got to be, you got to have a hearing problem or a sight problem to see how are we winning these games. How are we winning every one of these games? Seven of them, defense, folks. Make no mistake about it. And 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 can something repeat itself? Sixty-three defense won the world championship. Eighty-five defense won the world championship. I never thought I'd say this, but what I've seen so far from supposedly good teams. And we're putting a couple of more points on the board, although it's getting very interesting, always in the fourth quarter. But the fact of the matter, we have a defense that's not being fooled, not making mistakes, playing their hearts out, and that's what you want to see. Now, can they can they go again for what? Six more games, is it, guys? Six more games. Yep, they got to win. Do it for six yep. more games. Can this defense play like this? Can we get every call from the refs? Can we get every break in a bouncing ball, a fumble, an interception? It's absolutely unbelievable. But it's happening right before our eyes. I predicted the Bears to win. It would be a great win to win at home, especially tonight against Minnesota. And I'll be damned. They did it. And by the way, I got to point out that we, when you when you heard the opening of the uh, Sunday night broadcast, they they actually played Ed Obradovich. Let's let us hear. If you missed the pregame tonight, it's really great to turn on NBC on a Sunday night game, and all of a sudden Ed Obradovich is what was he eating his spaghetti and all? And he he looked up. <laughs> yeah, he goes, "That's me. That's me." <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, that's me. Call my lawyer. That's my voice. Uh, this this was this was the pregame tonight. 
This is like a magical year. I'm starting to get excited. They look tremendous. A strip sack by Khalil Mack. Welcome to Chicago. Touchdown Bears. This is the best Bears offense we've ever had. These kids are flying high right now. A vicious defense tonight. There's no stop in this street. Let's go after Minnesota. Show the greatest fans in the world who the hell's in control. OB with three drops on the pregame show. Not one, not and, two, three. Yeah, and no, and he was more shocked than anybody. He's like, wait a minute, that's me. And we all looked at each other. I'm going, uh, I did. I lo- but I, but it was it was it was dead solid, perfect description of what the Bears needed to do. And I'll be damned, they went out and did it, OB. Oh, it's hard to be humble, guys. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> I, I, hey, this this is a good team. Um, look, you know, there's always things that they can improve on, but I, I've always said when you win seven games at a, a, any time and you're seven and three and you're in full control of your division, you've got a shot. you got a chance. And, look, they're going to win this division. And, you know, when you get into the next round, it's Katie bar the door. Anything can happen. So one, you got to get there Clint, before you yeah, could ever. The one gentleman and our listeners out, the one thing that scares the living hell out of me with this team is comes the last, the third and fourth quarter yeah, we of basically to. every game. I mean, that defense has to play drop, dead, solid, stone-cold football. Some reason – Somehow, whatever it is, all of a sudden, week after week, we were like dominant the first half, and then in the second half, uh oh, watch out! Well, they put a touch, touchdown on, they got a field goal. Now to get another touchdown, they let teams hang around, and all and all of a sudden, yeah, and you can't, you cannot let these teams hang around. I've said it a million times: when you're a championship team and you've got that lead the way we've had in the first half, put their lights out. Step on their throat, finish them, take it over, and we're not doing it for some reason. The defense is still hanging in there, but offensively, I, I, I we should have had thirty some points easy. Yeah, easy, folks. No today, question. well, and and you, you get you have to point, you know, and come on, let's be realistic. We've we've talked about this offense; it's almost of the gimmick variety. And the two times oh. Trubinsky tried to do something down the field. He kind of blew up in his face. He had th- uh, he threw two picks, and then, you know, Tariq Cohen gets stripped of the ball for three turnovers. And normally, you turn the ball over three times, you don't win. But with this defense, who's saying you can't win with three de- three turnovers? We did it again today. Hey, big man, got a question for you and you, Glenn, Mark. Can we win? Can we win out and get to the Super Bowl with a dink and dunk slash trick offense? Can we do that? You well, think we can? I think I, we can. I, I don't think you can get to the Super Bowl. But, look, if the defense keeps playing at this high of a level, you know, anything's possible, I suppose. All that matters is you win games right. until you get into a matchup where you've got to be able to score points. I.e., if we get into the playoffs and we got to see New Orleans, if we have to go out and see the Rams, you know, their records, what are they, 9 and 1 right now? They got a big game tomorrow night. The, the, the Saints are what, uh, 9 and 1? 9 so, and 1. So. so at the end of the day, we're not driving the bus, but by gosh, we're on the, we're on the front row. Yes. And even with this little gimmick offense that continues to make mistakes, 
at some point, they have the the ability to start making plays and erase some of those mistakes. If they do, then everything's yeah. going to start turning yeah. out Everything, a lot better in the yeah. third and you fourth know, I, quarter. I'm going to say one other thing here. And I, uh, Glenn, uh, Dan, Dan and I have talked about this. This These trick plays that Nagy's coming up with, now putting Hicks in the backfield and then doing a shift and putting him out as a wide out and all these different things that, that Nagy has done. Mark my words. Mark, you think that that Zimmer, the coach of the Vikings, didn't see what all the little, little dinky, tricky stuff that he is trying to pull, trying to embarrass the Vikings? You think the other teams that he's pulled all this stuff on? You think they're you think they're going to forget this, Glenn? Oh, of course not. No, they're and, not going to forget and, this, folks. And believe me on that one. It'll come back. It, it'll come back. It'll come. I don't know when, but it'll come back to get Nagy. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with some misdirection of what they're doing. I, it's not like I don't care what you're saying. What I'm telling you is what happened, and that's what happens. You can't embarrass the opposition. Those are your peers, so to speak, playing against them, and you try to make fools out of them by coming up, putting 96 hicks in the backfield, the lone back. Okay. Then you run a switch. You put them out at wide out. You, come on. That's not what you do in this league. College, not in this league. And you know what? It was almost unnecessary in the sense that, in the big picture, didn't need to. Didn't yeah, what's need, the need, sense of it? Didn't, didn't need to. And what, what was it about going for two after the first touchdown? Those are those those are things where you're saying, wait a minute, what, what what are you doing? Are you trying to show a little bit too much hubris here that you can do whatever you want? And the Vikings have right. no say so. I'll tell you this: Kirk Cousins, the possum face was was horrible tonight. Thank the Lord. But I'm telling you, if he plays like that when we go up there in December, I'm not nearly as worried as I was before the game tonight. I mean, if the Vikings have a problem with the Bears, the Vikings got to look in the mirror. The Vikings were the most the least disciplined team that you, we've seen this year. The Kirk Cousins, as you just mentioned, had was absolutely atrocious. They, the Vikings had no. Unbelievable. I mean, You're they right. they were they were pathetic. If, yeah, they were they were a bad team, and in spite of themselves, still hung around. But, you but know, they were bad. Now think bad about team. this in the big context of things. We want to get to the callers here. We've got some folks calling in, and we appreciate it. But I'm just saying, hey, when when a game, that's what it all that Always boils comes down, down to. to. Right. But you know what? Going for two after the first touchdown, putting Hicks in the, for the two-point conversion and then sending him out to a, a slot position, these things that – and we're going to find out a lot about this team on Thursday. It's only four days, and we got to go see a Detroit team that pulled out a big win today. Yeah, Dan, against Carolina. Here, let me tell too. you something. I mean, that folks. was a good win. You think Mike Zimmer, the head coach of the Vikings, isn't sitting with that coaching staff somewhere? If it's not now, it's on the plane ride back, or it's tomorrow morning. They're going to sit back and talk about Nagy, all the dirty little things that, well, excuse me, in football language, that he tried pulling to embarrass the Vikings, okay? I'll guarantee you they're going to have a meeting and they're going to talk about it. Well, they don't see him until week 17, last game of the year. And I would guess that that game's not going to mean anything. But It, it, it might. It could. It might it mean could. something. I mean, you, you know, look, Bears go on Thursday. Dan's right. That's a huge game for the Bears. It if is. they can get through Detroit on Thursday, Thanksgiving Day at 11 o'clock, it's done. Put the well, baby to bed. I mean, they're well, going to win the yeah, division. Yeah, we could win the division, but now the Giants have, have woke up. Now, right. Then we got the Rams again on Sunday night back here. Right. I mean, let's don't count the chickens yet. I right. mean, it's there's turkey still work week, to do. Let's don't count chickens yeah, there's, yet. There's still work to do, but this was, this was the first 
game where you can say, hey, the, the Bears are one of the better teams in the Absolutely. NFL. I mean, sure tonight was the night. Here's what they did. They, this game was so important. We were at home, again, in front of our fans. And, and the, But the bottom line is this. Anyway, I, I could say it was this, it was that. Guess what? They took care of business, and they won in front of our home fans. Finally won an important game at home instead of getting the tables turned on us. Right. First win over a team that's above five hundred all season long. The Vikings don't have any of those wins, by the way, for the record. Just and, name, well, name and, 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 and it's Trubisky at quarterback. He was zero six until last week. Now he stacked a couple wins against division. divisional foes. And you know this is the first time since two thousand eight. What is that? Ten, eleven years now. However, you want to count the seasons and years that the Bears and the Vikings were atop the NFC North in a matchup that really mattered. And guess what? We're atop of it now at seven and three. Yeah, and and firmly in control. We'll so. get we'll get to the calls coming on back here. Three one two nine eight one seventy two hundred. First, cause you've got a very important message. I do. If you're injured or hurt in an accident, call the Mancini Law Group, a personal injury law firm that is personally committed to securing your maximum justice with maximum results. Being injured or hurt in an accident can be very challenging. In the midst of dealing with pain, medical bills, and lost wages, you may be dealing with an insurance company that wants to take advantage of you and force you to accept a lowball settlement. This can happen when you're not represented by the right, right law firm. Please do not attempt to handle this alone. The Mancini Law Group has experienced attorneys providing aggressive representation resulting in millions of dollars recovered for injured victims. The Mancini Law Group is here to make it right when you've been wrong. No legal fee unless they collect money for you. For a free case evaluation, call 773-888-9000 or visit them online at www.mancinilaw.com. That's 773-888-9000 or online at www.mancinilaw.com. The Mancini Law Group, one law firm, two promises, maximum justice, maximum results. Fine performance. 25-20, Bears a winner over the Vikes. That's four wins in a row. They are 7-3. and three. We're coming and on. you called it. I did call that. Check the tape. At 3-3, three and three, I got screamed at by everyone. They're going to win four in a row. They're going to win four in a row. We'll be sitting here at 7-3. and three. Remember that, OB? Remember when I said that? Yes, you did. Oh, thank you. I think you, uh, the middle of your back, you missed something. I mean, yeah, perhaps. All right. I, a lot of padding going on here. Thank yeah, you very much. Pat All yourself. Right. Bears are on their way to the Super Bowl. Let's keep the fingers crossed. Keep it rolling. 720 WGN. This is the Hemp and OB Show with Cause. Sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealer and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Bears win, Bears win, Bears win. Seven and three. Control the division by what now? Two and a half games? And how about the fact that was it, it really was never in doubt tonight? No, they, they were they were beating them up from the jump. Well, you know, you, you jump up and we're 14 zip at halftime. And then like OB says, in the second half, it's strap it on, here we go. You know, here here comes the uh, the time. heat does the, it the, the make... bucking bronco and, and up and down and and you know the pick six come on, let's be realistic. Eddie Jackson the pick six the, Difference, the difference in, in the, the game. game, he wins it. Right. You know, forget about uh, Khalil Mack with the uh, the you know the strip fumble. Forget about everything else. That pick six difference in the ball game. Hey, folks, before we go any further, I just want to tell you what I know and truly believe is the most important stat 
statistic in a game. The average gain per offensive play. The Vikings, 4.3, you lose a game. The Bears, 4.3, you lose a game. That play right there, I'll guarantee you, every coach looks at that's the most important play in a football game. Both of them were at 4.3. And when you saw that, if you were to ask me, the Bears were at 4. Point, don't tell me anything more. They lost the game. They, How about both of them at 4.3? The Bears came in 9.7, which was towards the top of the NFL. So less, I'm talking average gain. I know. I know. To coming in today, they were at a 9.7. Right. They but you got to tip so, your cap. Our defense smothered their offense. Kirk Cousins had no answers till the garbage time at the end. But their, you know, their defense... It was number one in the league last year. We, we kept them off balance with the dink and dunk, you know, misdirection early in the game. But as we got later on in the third and fourth quarter, they had a lot of answers, and we didn't go nowhere. Well, Matt Nagy has proven so far in ten games that they don't make real solid adjustments in the second half. They do just enough to win, and I, I'm cool with that. But. At some point, you got to start making adjustments to counter what the defense is doing to you. That's callers, all. Callers. Yes, OB, we'll get to the calls in one split second. But first, it's the Marconi play we relished, which is brought to you by Marconi Jardinera. You can put it on everything. Relish all your meals because Marconi makes it better. Hampo, what do you got? Jackson, pick six. I mean, those are, you know, block punt uh, for a, a touchdown. That's the play that New England used to beat us. Well, pick six for uh, Eddie Jackson today was the play that that broke the back of the Minnesota And Rockies. I would say Miller making that shoestring catch that was in huge. the end zone no, you know, to, again, to push it to 14. Yep. And very few wide receivers in the league make that play anymore. That's I mean, a, it was a great catch it, by the it young It truly was. Rookie. What was it? A one out of five for a pro right. receiver to catch it? Right. And well, he I'm makes you, it. The kids, he's awesome. 312-981-7200. Let's, uh, yeah, the, you, you like that duck, OB? Oh, that was horrible, but it was a great catch it by got, Miller. It did get there. All right, Steve in Los Angeles, you want to mention somebody that we have not talked about. Steve, live your dream. Go ahead. All right, Cody Parkey. You know, I, I know guys, he practiced, thank God, but you know, psychologically, the kicker has a lot of a lot more psychology he's got to deal with. And I give him credit for overcoming the yips that, that happened to him last week. And right. just real quickly, I've been a Bear fan since 1960. OB, I loved you guys. I still watched the 63 game, the championship against New York on film. My dad took me up to uh, Wisconsin to watch it <laughs> when NBC it was blacked out of Chicago in those days. And I just want to tell you I loved it. Of course, Hamp. The 85 game, of course. But back to Cody, the psychology of it. What do you guys think of that? Thank you, Steve. Yeah, you're right. And, and, and you know, Dan and I thought that he was – there was going to be some uh, scarring tonight. And well, he answered. Yeah. He well, answered it and answered it well. was perfect. Let me tell you one thing. If he didn't make that first field goal or didn't make that first extra point, this kid would have been done forever with football. Nobody would have ever picked him up. And I'm going to tell you what, psychologically – I don't know how much, you know, how enthusiastic the kid is or what. But, boy, I tell you something, that could have been a real bad thing, guys. Yeah, Seriously. but he he, he, it, uh, he overcame it, it, it and he yes, made it. He, so you got to give him, it was a good call. You got to give him kudos. And, yep. and uh, unfortunately, what did it take that debacle last week for them to wake up and start sending his butt down here to Soldier Field to practice? You can't tell me that that preparation didn't give him the confidence to 
get above right, what right. happened last week psychologically, physically, however you want to put it. And they, you know, they talked about it in the in the pregame. He went out early, and the fans cheered him. He was thirteen for thirteen, and every time he kicked it through the uprights, everybody in the stands started cheering for him. So you know, again, that 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 works in his favor because the fans were supporting him. You know, okay, I mean, it's okay. good stuff. Send That's Trubisky stuff. out in the pregame and yeah. let him see, try to complete some passes next time. Just put some buckets out there that he tries to throw and make into. And just for a reminder, he's 26 years old. He went to the Pro Bowl when he was kicking for the Eagles. He was a good kicker for the Dolphins. He had a, oh, I know. So, But he he did, he you know, he blew chowder on himself the There's last There's a reason why weeks. he's been in five different cities. Well, yeah. 33-yarder he made in the first quarter, then he knocked in a 41-yarder in the the second quarter and, and then, then a 48 yard bomb right 48 yard bomb and win the, the dagger game. that won it and i didn't get it there was there was all this deliberation going on whether or not to kick the the, the field yeah. goal like what are you doing and that is more uh, yeah yeah he get he was callers. he was you know what he was doing uh Matt Nagy was freezing him out just to see if he could make it, right? <laughs> Nagy's freezing him. Never hey, it's 10 o'clock on a timeout. I'm going to freeze him and never see what he could do. <laughs> All right, Mike in Rockford, welcome to 720 WGN. Hello, gentlemen. How are you today? All right, Mike. All right, guys. Here's what I got. All right, now they're 7-3. and three. They beat the team that they was going to be their nemesis in this division, I believe. But they got to go in Thursday. And Detroit's come alive a little bit against uh, the Panthers, yeah. uh, so I'm I'm, I'm kind of a little bit worried about Thursday, and it's a short week. Um, and then uh, and then they've got the two games against uh, the Giants and the 49ers, uh, and I think the 49er game is at Soldier Field. I think the Giant game is on the road. Those two games don't concern me very much. Um, so potentially they could be ten and three, um, but I want to ask you guys: you all played football. Uh, on a short week, guys, how bad? Uh, Ob, you didn't have them that bad because they didn't have the games like that back then. But the, but they got that short week when you're coming back. Uh, what what what? Uh, how bad is it? Uh, is the body that unhealed? I mean, I played high school football, but you know that isn't the same. The answer stuff. is yes. It's horrible. Thanks, Mike. And the veterans, especially guys that played a little bit longer, Dan, it's brutal to come back on a Thursday. And we, we've done it a couple of times when we'd have to go up and play Detroit on Thanksgiving up there, and it's a tough game to play after you play on Sunday. You're, you're physically tired. Not only that, but think about this. A Sunday night late game. Okay. Right. Tomorrow morning meetings. Tuesday, some kind of walkthrough. Wednesday, you have to go to Detroit. Right. So. <laughs> You talk about short. I mean, it's like uh, everything's abbreviated. But most importantly, we saw Detroit two weeks ago. And I told the story about it's so tough to beat an opponent that short of a window back-to-back. Even if you dominate like we did, it is, it's, it's a psychological trap where you think, well, we've already, we, we got we this. We already, right. Yeah, and, they're over there saying, oh, yeah, well, wait till you come over here. So, you know, we have to travel. They don't. It's a lot harder on the Bears. And it is, historically, Detroit wins most Thanksgiving Day games. I mean, they just, they, a, they win it. They play well on I'm that week. I'm telling you what kind of House of Horrors. I'm telling yeah, you. it's horrible to go up there. year is a magical year for the Bears. Every call from the referees goes the Bears' way. Every bounce of the ball, whether it's offensively or defensively, bang, goes to the Bears. It is incredible what's going on, and I hope it continues 
for at least six more games. One one more thing. It's almost like some kind of ether. The opponents <laughs> do stupid stuff like yeah. the Vikings did stupid and get three personal fouls that, I mean... Nobody in their right mind would shove somebody three steps out of bounds. But Hunter Smith, the guy that's supposed to be a bright guy, gets a penalty. I mean, it's just it, it's almost incomprehensible yeah. how the the opponents have done stupid stuff. Play after play, game after game. Let's move hey, it forward. I forgot to tell you guys, the good Lord, he's a Chicago Bear fan. Yes, clearly okay. he is. Thank and you. We're, we're grateful for I, that. I just thought I'd tell you guys. He, he had the Bears minus two. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> More than ever, team. We need to turn to someone we can trust. Let's move this forward, especially when it involves protecting our family. Jeff Vukovic knows your Woo! insurance. Check out jeffvuk.com because Nationwide is on your side. Vuk we, was perfect in uh, field goals tonight Vuk as well. was amazing. Vuk's always amazing. And Parky. Parky. Vuk, they're, they're, they're on the same plane. Hey, we'll uh, keep rolling the calls in here after 11 o'clock. We do have to take a quick time. I'll get you in the news. Hamp, OB, and Cause. The Bears have won four in a row. They're seven and three. Detroit on Thanksgiving coming up next, 720 WGN. This drive starts deep in their own territory. And that'll be caught for two points by Shaheen, who just came off injured reserve. Welcome back, Adam Shaheen. Anybody have him in the two-point conversion derby pool before no, the game? Welcome back, though. Hey, and again, you know, as he gets more back into the flow of things, he can help. He can help in a lot of different ways, especially blocking. You know, something that was asked, question, they're going to use him. Where do you think they'll use him? I said on the goal line. That's where they'd use them. You did say that, Obi. And lo and behold, that's where they used them. It's a lot of hot. There were some lot hot takes on the pregame show today. A lot of people on the money. Little Dan almost got the score right. Hey, let's do the Mueller Game Changing Moment, sponsored by the Mueller family of dealerships in Hoffman Estates, Gurney, Highland Park, and Merrillville. Hampo, you got a game changer. Obi, you got one? Anybody? No, I was just ready to say it was it's good to hear Mike Mueller's voice back on the radio doing the commercials. Great job, Michael. I, I say the game changer was, you know, you already brought it up once, Dan, but that interception uh, for a touchdown, that that was it. Game well, over. But I, I, I kind of think that the Mac force fumble, think about this. Changed driving, all the momentum, right. And, and you know what? It, it, it basically just kind of, uh, you know, B-slapped them right in the face. And at, at some point, yeah, they're like on the their 20. offense never recovered from it. Until late in the game when it was all stumble bum garbage time when they're just slinging it around trying to get back in it. I'm, I'm, I'm just telling you. I, you know, I wouldn't uh, disagree with that either. Hey, so let's Akeem go with the Hicks fumble. was the best defensive player on the field tonight. But once again, Khalil Mack makes these uncanny plays that changes the way the ball game will come out. So a guy that plays like Hicks, yep. can, to turn around and do it on Thursday... It'll be tough on him, big guys, especially the big guys. He's going to, yeah, I mean. But it's look, a lot better than him getting blocked and uh, we lose tonight. That's for sure. So, right, and, you know, the warmer it is, the tougher it is on a guy like Hicks. But he's still a young guy. This is a young team. I, you know, I, I don't think that the turnaround's going to be as difficult for them as it would be for a veteran group. The only team in the NFL that hasn't had someone start a game that's 30 years old or older. Well, let me tell you something, amazing. guys. They know where they're at right now. <clears throat> if that if they were to play a game on Tuesday, they would be looking for it and they'd be licking their chops. Yeah, they're right playing now, well. These yeah. kids are flying high. They feel no pain. 
That's great. Let's have it. Let's go. Let them tear it loose. Let's go down to Big Texas. Little uh, I don't. Know. Ed, where are you calling from in Texas? Welcome to WGN. Uh, good evening. A place called San Augustine, Texas. A great place. Near the Louisiana border. Right. Great food down um, there, isn't there? Yes. Yes. There is. Yes. Uh, I want to uh, give greetings to you, gentlemen, and also greetings to Ed, my fellow alum from Proviso East High School. I gr- graduated about 35 years after Ed, but we both went to the same school. Uh, you didn't have to say but, that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just wanted to point out the you obvious, Ed. You, you were to... doing fine until you said that. <laughs> I'm sorry. You, you, you don't have to <laughs> tell us everything you know. So what do you like got? For you to be the graduation speaker, but I don't trust the offense. Um, everyone has heard of the two-minute offense. I think the Bears need a twenty-minute offense when 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 it's mid-third quarter. Yeah. They either need to run up the score like Drew Brees does, or pound it and shorten the game like Walter Payton and Ed Smith used to do. You, you got to put them away. Uh, if it wasn't for that pick six, they may have lost the game. Um, I, I, yeah. I'm, I'm, I don't trust Trubisky and the offense, the, the turnovers. Uh, I, I, I was worried until that field goal. Fair enough. I appreciate the phone Yeah, call. no, and he's right. That's one of the concerns as we look forward is the adjustments that we don't make in the second half when the defense makes an adjustment to what we're doing. And that's something that – Nagy is responsible for as the offensive coordinator. He has to make the adjustment. And think about this. We were in control of the ball game from the opening kickoff basically until the final minute. We score one touchdown as an offense. Right. Now that and we can talk all we want about how great the defense is, that'll come back and get you someday. It was interesting though. They come out very conservative and they didn't have to do anything more than just methodically move the ball but down I the would, field. I would like to see them in that third quarter, like Ed said. Listen, I'm not looking for them to score another 30 points, but put something together where you shorten that second half when you're comfortably leading. So you're eating clock, not throwing on third so down and three. Out yes, of reach. You put them away and you either, like Ed said, you pound it or you, you just keep driving at them, throwing the ball, and trying to score. But they, they do neither. They kind of get caught in no man's land. 312-981-7200. Jim in Burr Ridge, welcome to 720 WGN. Jim, you're up, pal. Yes, how are you? Go I'm ahead, on man. the air, okay? Yes. Well, you know, one thing I want to say is Bartolini's. Uh, I appreciate you guys eating that pregame, during the game. I've tried it, too, because my buddy Wally came in with the beef sal- or uh, meatball sandwich. And it was excellent. I had like 30 people here like tonight. I had like 40 people here. So, But recently, Dan Hampton broke the Internet in a way because he picked the Vikings to beat the Bears. And a lot of the Bears fans, from what I saw on the Internet, were really upset. They got riled up. And so my question is, while Bartolini's tasted good pregame and during the game, does it feel like you're eating crow after the game? Wow, Jim. Wow, and, and you know what? You're exactly right. I am eating a little crow because I overvalued the Vikings, but I said this is a team that went to the NFC Championship game a year ago. They went and spent $84 million on a quarterback they thought was going to get him over the hump. The guy I saw tonight, 
I mean, he should. They, he they should sue the him. <laughs> they should sue him for uh, you know uh, uh, impersonating an NFL quarterback for a short period of he time. Was, hey, but hey, it doesn't matter. Like I said, we got to go up there in December, uh, December thirtieth. I'm not near as worried about that Vikings football team after watching them up close tonight. They 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 are not a good football team. And guess what? The better team won. And Hey, uh, you 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 take uh, you take it for what it is. But I'm uh, uh, as our gentleman on the last call said, if it wasn't for a pick six, what does that happen once or twice a year? For one for a pick six, we're singing a different tune. And I wouldn't be eating the crow, but I'm happy to eat the crow because hey. seven and three, <laughs> it looks hey, a lot better than six and four. The turkey's going to taste a lot better yes. than the crow. Yes. Right? <laughs> so, and so the fans turn against you. <laughs> Hey, but he hasn't been barred from Burr Ridge, though, (laughs) Ed. He hasn't been barred from Burr Ridge yet. He's got to go through the guardhouse to get home. The guy will probably bar him. You're right. Good point. But he didn't tell him to bet everything he owned on it either. It's the first time that I know about that. Yes. I had to go in hiding, for Christ's sake. It's the first time that Hamps ever got a prediction wrong in his entire career, correct? Right? That's never happened before. Well, I'm just saying, I got to see it. Those guys won last year. What were they? 12 and 4? Right. I mean, they best won a lot defense of big games. in the league. This is the first big game we have had in six years, and we score one touchdown, but we win. Hey, go figure. Hold, big man, you're not taking this criticism too good. <laughs> yeah, just eat your crow. Yeah, you Come just, on. Yeah. Put a little hot just sauce on it. A few slaps across the top of the head. <laughs> You'll be all right. Pass the gizzard. <laughs> Chicago knows best right up to, uh, you can hit up Facebook and tell Chicago's Best TV where you like to eat. Watch Chicago's Best Sundays at 10 p.m. on WGN TV. Your pick may be Chicago's Best. 312-981-7200. Bears a winner, 25-20. Yes, Hampo did have the Vikings winning 24-20. So did I. I I picked him, too, because I I felt like I was worried about our kicker, and he proved us wrong, and I'm happy. Ask me who I picked. You wouldn't give a score, though. You did pick the Bears. I remember. I'm not going to give a score. I remember the first time. Remember when we got it right that one time? Now Ed knows what it feels like, too. Is a win. (laughs) Is that not correct? Yes. Thank you. I don't care how you win, you win, and the Bears are doing it. And that's what I love about it. Go to the callers, will we, you please? We have, to, we have to go to a break first, Obi, and then we will go to the callers. Callers will be right back to you. That's right. And uh, Adam, Hopefully you're in a lot better humor than that guy was. <laughs> Jim in Burridge is your nemesis. All right, Adam Hogue also after 11.30 from Soldier Field, 720 WGN. This is the Hemp and OB Show with Cause, sponsored by your Chicagoland and Northwest Indiana Chevy dealer and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720. WGN. Now that is the first time, ladies and gentlemen, I've seen Ed O'Bradovich dance during the show. He's got right some there. rhythm tonight. You know what, though, Ed? What a night it's been for you, Ed. You first off, you're no longer banned from uh, what's the place Palatine. up Palatine. They let you back in, yeah. and then you're you're voiced over three times to open NBC broadcast, and, and now the you're dancing. Taxi man, and the conference taxi too. That was and you, close. And then you that one, and that then you dance. I mean, what a night for you. The door thing was really close. Guys. <laughs> it was. I went. I went Whoa! <laughs> I mean, he went to push the door, and it, like. Fired back at him. <laughs> I'm really sorry I missed that moment. I would have been there for you, OB. Just oh, so you know. that brings tears to my eyes. Let, let's. Uh, <laughs> we, we were just for a second there during the break. We were talking about who, who's better than the Bears. So you got the nine and one Rams. You got the nine and one Saints. And then you go over to the AFC. You got the nine and one Chiefs. 
And you know, you still got New England sitting there at seven and three. What do you think Fred thinks? The, the Steelers are seven and two. You want to put put Fred Yeah, up why there? don't we why don't we find out what he thinks? You want Fred on? Yeah, there? let's see what Fred uh, okay. and John and uh, All right, Fred and uh, these what, guys think. What's up, Fred? Welcome to WGN. How you doing, guys? You know what it really aggravates me when a coach can't uh, get uh, time management right. Okay, there's less than six minutes in the fourth quarter. What do the Bears do? They pass on first and second down. If they even run and even uh, say gain nothing, they're taking off at least two minutes off the clock. Right. I never, I never seen a team, a losing team, have still one timeout left. They're lucky they didn't, they didn't uh, have to use that to win the game. You know, and and like you say, if that interception for a touchdown didn't happen, they gave them time to win this game, and they should have never had it. Just like the Green Bay game, it's ridiculous. Fred, they picked up some key first downs. They'll throw in the football late in the game. Yeah, but it, but what what oh, what Fred's man. saying though, he is right on. It, they have to find that happy medium in. Nagy, and this is on him as the offensive coordinator, he has to run a better game plan late in the game where you're pounding the ball and eating up clock because you're in control. Run the clock out. You don't have to score anymore. Run it out. Force them to use timeouts to get back in it. He doesn't do that. Fred, I got a little tidbit for you. You know Pace, our general manager? He came from the New Orleans Saints. You see what the Saints have done since he left? Number two, Nagy came. Nagy well, came. I think the Saints are nine one. Nagy came. He came from Kansas City. You see what Kansas City's doing? What are they? Nine and one? Yeah, they're both Since nine and one. That, yeah, they're that, both nine and one. That has nothing to do with Fred's point. You just love. He just had to work look it in. Look at those two teams, the two top teams in all of football, and who do we have? One guy. Face our general manager who couldn't find his way. Ah, oh, I don't know. Don't go. go. He, no, I'm not going to go there. There you go. And then we go, <laughs> and we and we got Nagy. He's still taking care of business at the last 30 minutes of a game. <laughs> How the hell, when you're the offensive coordinator at Kansas City, you're playing an ex. You're playing. Excuse me. Uh, 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 the uh, Titans. Uh, pardon? The Titans in the playoffs, right? The Titans in the playoff at home in front of 85,000, 90,000 people. And you're, You're up 21 to 3. 21 to 3. And you don't score another point. And he comes here and look at how we are in the second half. So, again, pace. Look at New Orleans where they are. Look at Kansas City. And we got their two stoops. You know, and... and they're seven and three in first place. He's still stooping them. Compared to Kansas City and New Orleans, they're only two back. Give me a break. They're only two. But in this seven and three record season, there's been a lot of near misses. And Fred's point is, when and you know, instead of you always saying, "Ob, put your throat on him, smack." Well, right. the clock is your best your, your friend. friend. Burn the clock. Take the air out of it, and it's over. Don't keep protract, you know, protracting the game by throwing it passes on first, second down. So he has to get better. He he hey, does. We won right. tonight. We dodged the bullet. 
but he won tonight. Let, let's just for one more reminder: but, if they make a field goal against the Dolphins, they're eight and two. They sh- and they should have beaten Green Bay on opening night. Yeah, though. but listen, do you know why they did? You know why? You know why they did? They threw the ball on third and one four times in the second half and <laughs> killed. If you just run all, the ball, you run the ball, you win. It all it, 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 it goes back to the evil worm. That's that's the reason why we're seven He's, and three. Yes, and. First-year head coach, learning on the job, getting it done, getting better each week. Give him a little credit. The defensive star of the game is brought to you by Chicago. <laughs> Akeem Hicks. <laughs> Northwest Not Indiana even close. Chevy dealers. ChevyDriveChicago.com. Yes. Let me remind you one more time. Yeah. Look where New Orleans and Pace is oh, left. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. Take a look at what they've done. Take a look at what this guy's done. They're, they're struggling. They are struggling. <laughs> they're not in one. They're struggling. Yeah, they're struggling real hard. <laughs> they miss him. Hey. Guys, on a night so where I'm, I'm just having some fun, that's all. <laughs> on a night where half the defense could be the defensive player of the week. Hey, the two corners led the team in tackles. Both safeties had interceptions. Khalil Mack, a strip, a sack. I mean, the guy was amazing, but Akeem Hicks had a sack, five tackles for loss. He was everywhere and blocked the the uh, two-point conversion at the end of the game. He deserves it. He yes. had a great game, boy. I'll tell you what, he came off that line from that inside position, and he just tore those people apart. Wow. He's also incredibly likable. Every time I hear Akeem Hicks talk, yeah. he's so super supportive to his teammates. He's uh, just a, But so and, is Khalil Mack. I absolutely. mean, there's two guys that absolutely. are like the same, and they're likable. You want them to do well because they don't chirp. They don't dance around and act like knuckleheads. They just play football. Let yeah. their actions... Yep. Do the talking for him. Hey, we've all had dreams growing up seeing your names up in lights like Khalil Mack on the marquee of the Chicago Theater, even written out with stars in the night sky like Ed Obradovich. Even though the stars won't actually spell out your name, we have a product that can fulfill these dreams. The 2019 Chicago Personalized Calendars are back and available now at WGNRadio.com. They're made to order, Cause with any I could, na- I could spell your name in the snow if you want. <laughs> <laughs> and it don't cost a whole lot. It don't cost much. I could do it for you. No, no, no. You, you want to do this. You want to made to order with any name you choose, artistically incorporated Chicago's legend, exactly. legendary scenes, Cause not you in, in the okay. snow with what you just, just just offered it to you. Mark. I really appreciate it. As if it was part of an actual photograph. Produced by our friends at 2Ks, these new calendars will help you stay organized as well as give you a sense of awe. How do you think of that in the middle of this spot? Give this thoughtful <laughs> gift that lasts years long and best yet remind someone how much they mean to you while they use it every... <laughs> you every, mean a lot to me, Mark. I got it. <laughs> to order yours, visit WGNRadio.com and scroll to the feature section. Check out how you could become a part of Chicago. All right, well, Adam. You know who's enjoying this show? <laughs> Who would that be? Our producer, Rick Geezer. I've been watching him over here. He's been laughing. Glass. He's been laughing the whole time. I mean, I'm, 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 I'm reading a beautiful spot about the 2K's calendars and, and Kaz is talking you about yellow snow. You read it. I didn't say that. You did. <laughs> okay. uh, Adam Hogue from Soldier Field after the 1130 News. Bears win again, four in a row, 25-20 over the Vikings, 720 WGN. All right. Moment of truth, 48-yard attempt. And the kick looks good. He's good. Right down the middle, damn it. Here's the funny part, though. You know, the kid now is saying, I'm going to do this more often. Kevin Butler, who was you mean at coming one time down to Soldier Field and, and kicking, kicking during yeah. the week, he's going to do it from now on. Butler did it 
Every year he was here, he and Maury Buford would drive down three times a week and kick at Soldier Field just to be prepared for home games. That was like this is these guys act like this is a brand new idea. What's wrong with these guys? It's not a brand new idea because back when we won a world championship in '63, we practiced at Wrigley Field. Our punters and kickers would go down every day to Soldier Field. When we moved, uh, they would go down if we played a game in Soldier Field, and then. When when, and that's all they did was go down and practice kicking in Soldier Field. Yeah, so, so that it's, that it's goes so back goofy. in the sixties, right? It's and, just it doesn't make sense that they weren't doing that. You know, that's not there's nothing new about that. Adam Ho goes down to Soldier Field and covers the Bears when they're not even there. We'll get to him, Obi. Hoagie, what's going on, Adam Hoag out at Soldier Field? Hey, what's up, guys? Hey, good win. Bears win. Um, you know, I'd, I'd like to see them manage uh the second half adjustments but hey when you're seven and three and you're winning like the bears are winning you take it any way you can but still some things they could clean up on offense obviously but the defense is the best i've seen this year let's start with the injury report which is brought to you by the mancini law group our one law firm one promise maximum justice maximum results how'd they come out health-wise adam yeah, a couple concussions uh and uh one to adam Shaheen, who just came back off ir and I don't know if he got hurt on that two-point conversion or maybe he was blocking on the next series. I'm not sure. But um, he uh, he did suffer concussion, so that's going to be tough on a short what? week. And same thing with Aaron Lynch. Aaron Lynch, uh, uh, they're going to have their depth test a little bit at outside linebacker because he's got a concussion too. Aaron Lynch? Did, is that the guy that wears 99? <laughs> no, I mean, right? Isn't that who he is? That's, That's who what he is. I was asking. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't even I didn't even realize he was playing tonight. Was he in? Well, so he's he, in the rotation. He real early in the game. Okay. Yeah. Okay, uh, Adam, you uh, tweeted out that you said uh, <laughs> Trubisky made a, a number of decent throws, but in the big picture of this football team, looking forward and projecting what we have to do to get better. He's got to play a lot better than what he did tonight. Do you not agree? I mean, this offense came up with one touchdown. One touchdown when they basically controlled the flow of the game and had it 10 minutes more than the Vikings. No, I think that's fair because, look, the position the Bears are in, and this is to their credit because they're 7-3 and three and they're in good shape right now to, to potentially win this division. Well, now you got to start talking about the Saints is the measuring stick. How do you beat the Saints in a playoff game? Are you playing good enough at that level? Now you got some time to get to that level, and the Rams will provide another measuring stick here in a couple weeks at Soldier Field, but you're most likely going to have to go on the road to beat one of those teams in the playoffs. So from that standpoint, did Mitch play well enough to win this game tonight? Yes. But his quarterback rating was still 61.9. He still had two interceptions. I thought he made some good third-down throws down the stretch, and the throw to Adam Shaheen on the two-point conversion. And let's not ignore that because this defense of the Vikings has been setting like records for their third-down defense. And the Bears came out and converted 50% of their third downs tonight. Mitch had, something, had a big part in that. So we'll give him credit for that. However, no question he made enough mistakes. He got away with a pick six at 1.2. That probably should have been returned the other way. That would right. have been just an enormous catastrophe in this game. I swear so, I would have had it. I died yeah. that, I, I, Even Carmen that, said to me, he goes, was, I could have caught that. That ball was sitting there for an hour. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Adam. Yeah, no. So, it, look, this is kind of how the season has been, right, from the quarterback. It's, he faces soft secondaries. 
um, and he and he takes advantage and he looks outstanding. And then he faces these good defenses, and the Vikings are a good defense. The Bills a few weeks ago were a good defense, and it's kind of a mixed bag. So he's just got to kind of continue to improve as the season goes along in those situations. And uh, and if he does, they'll have a chance. But he's still got to get obviously has to work on this a little bit better. Yeah, he's got to get better, no question. I want to read yeah. one of Adam Hogue's tweets, not the one that talked about being yelled at by Ed Obradovich at 11.30, <laughs> which is a great tweet. Uh, uh, that's coming in a second here. But uh, oh, you yeah. just tweeted, why did Matt Nagy go for two tonight instead of kick the extra points? He said that they had some, quote, unused pl- – uh, he said they had some unused plays carryover, so, quote, why not use them? And he says they'll go back and forth on whether we want to keep doing that or not. So what do you got on the two-point conversion? That's kind of interesting to me. Yeah, well, I mean, at the beginning when he goes for it the first time, I'm thinking, oh, he just doesn't trust his kicker. Or or because, look, guys, there's math on this these days since they've moved the extra point back. I'm not saying every team should be going for two every time, but I do think if you have an offense like the Chiefs, an offense like the the Rams, the Saints, the Bears, I think still need to you know be more consistent before they can be in that conversation, but that's certainly what – you know, kind of the comparisons that have been made here, uh, then I think there's a lot of math and analytics out there that point to actually going to going for two as the right this right call. Uh, and so as this game played out and he ends up trusting his kicker on that big field goal late in the game, I, I don't know that it had much to do with Cody Parkin. Maybe that's what ended up putting him over the edge here, deciding to start going for two more. But from a math and analytical standpoint, I think it actually makes sense for his offense. And he said, we're going to consider doing it in the future. Um, so that'll be something to watch on Thursday if he continues to go for two or opts to go back for kicking extra points. Well, it, it is, it is in essence, it's like an extra point, you know, an extra a score. So you, you put your uh, the other team on tilt a little bit when you're up eight to nothing. But and I just think it, it, it sends a bad, like it. I don't like it a bit. And I think it's since Huber, since it, what, what happens – if you don't get it, then the rest of the game, you've always got that in the back of your head. And by the way, Parkey had already made a field goal when we scored the touchdown. He made the field goal in the first right. quarter. Yeah, the 33 so, yarder. If he didn't think that he could make the extra point, okay, give me, uh, you know, I got, you know, uh, uh, some land to buy. All I'm trying to tell you is, I just think that, and then pretty careless. The, the Akeem Hicks deal on the other two point, bringing him in, put him in the backfield, moving him out. To, I, I just, I just, I, I, you know what? I, I know this that when Bill Walsh did that to us long ago, and they put a guard in the backfield, uh, Ditka couldn't wait for the next year to stick it back where you know the sun don't shine i'm just saying it's almost like we're we're poking we're poking people in the eye when we don't need to yeah well look and don't quote me on all this because i don't have the exact numbers right in front of me but i believe since they've moved the extra point back the conversion rate's gone from 98 to 92 somewhere around there so it has dropped a little bit and I believe that the average conversion rate on two-point conversions is about 47%. So it's just below getting it 50% of the time, which if you get it 50% of the time, that's straight you know, off. It's, it's the same thing it, as kicking an extra point. And right. if, if you have a better offense that you're converting over 50% of the time, then it, it, in the long road, then it, it, does, uh, it does pay off. But the question is, does it pay off in every single game? Because you might have a game where you go over four on them. Right. And now you're losing points. So that, that's the other part that you have to keep in mind. 
Adam Hogan at Soldier Field here. Bears a winner over the Minnesota Vikings, 25-20. Guess Ample, go but ahead. When, if you score six touchdowns a game and you want to go for two, then you got six extra points in the game. We scored one touchdown. It's a one-point difference in that yeah. stupid game. Yeah. yeah, I'm just saying, you know, you're, you're tugging on Superman's cape. Those other guys, they're not going to forget this, and I promise you, there will be hell to pay back when we see him again. I'm just telling you, that's the way, you know, the old it saying always works, goes. Right. What goes around comes around. What did Mitchell well, hopefully that Week 17 game doesn't matter, guys. That's what I was getting at. <laughs> we'll see. Hey, hey what did uh, Mitchell say about his performance? Uh, he didn't like it. You could tell right away. Uh, first question out of the gate, what did you think about your performance? And it was the uh, classic, well, we won the game, didn't we? Which was his way of admitting that he didn't particularly like how he played tonight. Um, no, that's again, his way of being a cocky little smart mouth. That's, that's, that, that's exactly what it is, Adam. No, well, we won the game. That's, that's his answer. That's not a good answer. Adam, let, let me also tell you this. This was the best performance of our offensive line and protection all year long. And that was a good yes, – there's some good guys rushing the passer. They didn't look completely interested. But I'm just telling you, our offensive line shocked me how well they protected him. The big – the other point, Adam, that it just – it's mind-boggling to me. We had the ball almost 10 minutes more than the Vikings. Almost 10 minutes more. And when the gun went off, we won the game by five points. And we had to recover yeah. an onside kick, you know, to secure okay. the victory. I mean, it wasn't like mean, a defensive touchdown. Right. I mean, stick with what I'm saying. I mean, how can you have the ball and you win this game by five points and you got every break in the book on both sides of the ball all night long, and that's what happened. But again, hey, I guess it's a victory, and you can say a victory is a victory no matter what. So again, kudos to the Bears for doing it. But, boy, I'm going to tell you what. They got a lot of work to do here offensively. You can't have a quarterback throw for 160 yards today. Last week, 355. The week before, he throws for 126 yards. And tell me that this quarterback each week is progressing. He's getting better. No, he is not. Before you well, – I, I, you Go I, ahead, Adam. I, go ahead, Carm. That's all right. Uh, I was just going to say before you go, I think what's most important here, the pick six for Eddie Jackson, the celebration, which I'm sure you loved, Ob. Oh boy, yeah. Well, was that was that a choir or was that a symphony? I, I was confused as to what exactly was going on. Do you know? I thought those yeah, guys were like in a, yeah. in a in a canoe and rowing. That was another one. That was I love the touch. That was a uh, Miller's touchdown. Oh, I can't. I, I Which was a great it. catch, I might add too. It was a good J stroke on the canoe. I thought it was a solid a little C stroke. Anybody? Camp Nabagamon. What, what? What about the choir of the symphony? Conducting an orchestra, Carm. <laughs> That's what I thought. So That's what he was doing. Right. Follow la la la. Okay. And it took until Sunday to see anybody row a boat this weekend. That's a shot at Minnesota. <laughs> And a, and a deserved one. By the way, we, yeah. we swept them today. You know, uh, right? Northwestern took care of them, and then uh, Hawks, and then Beat now the, the Bears. So yeah. it, was, uh, it was the uh, triple play and just destroyed Minnesota. I'll take it, yeah. Right. That's uh, the, 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 the hat trick for the weekend. Right. Uh, and, and look, they won the more, most important one tonight. I mean, the, the Bears, it, it, look, Trubisky may not have proven that he can dominate a good defense. Um, but the Bears, 
prove that they can they can be the best team in this division. Well, they, they showed up, and this was a huge game, and they haven't played in a game like this in a long time, and they won it. So, you know, that's exactly. that's all you have to say, and you move on, and you, you know, now you worry about uh, going up to uh, Detroit and winning that on Thursday. Not going to be, it's not going to be a, a, a easy one. Yeah, I got to say, I mean, this is a really quick turnaround. You guys know better than me on what that takes, uh, the, you know, the toll it takes on your body trying to turn around and play quick, quickly on Thursday. But uh, the Lions come back. They beat the Panthers. They're going to be at home. Um, you know, there's a lot of factors here pointing that this is going to be a much tougher game than it was last week when the Bears just controlled the football game from start to finish against the Lions. I don't think it's going to be easy by any means. Yeah, I agree with you. It's going to be a tough Adam, one to win. Right? I agree with you on that point 100%. Because I tell you what, I think the the Lions, they got here, they got embarrassed, and I think they're going to just be laying and waiting for the Bears to come in, and I think they're going to be ready for them. Let's hope the Bears are ready to meet that challenge. And just for those wondering, the way the Bears will handle this is they're not even going to go through their regular um, you know, tape review tomorrow. They're, when they when they get there tomorrow and they won't have the usual Monday off day, they're diving straight into buy-ins and preparing for Thursday. So, um, you know, anything that happened tonight that needs to be fixed, it's it's going to have to wait until next weekend when they get some extra time uh, before they turn around and play the Giants. Well, what day is Parky coming down to Soldier Field? Oh, wait a minute, he's <laughs> kicking in Detroit. <laughs> Good point. No Ad- helicopters this week, I guess. That's right. Adam, great stuff. Appreciate you. All right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, thanks Adam. Adam Hogan at Soldier Field. Let's get a quick timeout. And if you're on hold, Mitchell in displays, John in Fox Lake in particular, hang on in there. We'll get you in before we get out of here. 720 WGN. Back to the Hampton OB Show with Kaz, sponsored by your local Chevy dealers and ChevyDriveChicago.com on 720 WGN. Programming reminder, pregame show on Thanksgiving 9 to 11, as we'll take you up to the Bears and the Lions. And then no post game on Thanksgiving, so we apologize that we won't be with you. Hopefully, after the Bears' fifth win in a row, but we will do pregame on Thursday. Who brought it today? Is sponsored by the Blue Cross Blue Shield card of Illinois. You know what to bring, Doctor Doink, Cody Parkey. <laughs> yes, hey, he brought it down all week to the uh, to uh, Soldier Field, and he delivered tonight. It was a good deal, Doctor Doink. <laughs> it's just, you know, it's kind of his new nickname. That's awesome, the Doinker. The the doinky was, was was not doinking tonight. Straight through, baby. All right, hey Mitchell in displays. You you've been waiting an hour. You get a you get a gift card to Bartolini's for that. Thank you so much for being patient. Welcome to WGN. Go ahead. Keep in mind the Bears are a bipolar team. The Bears are playing exceptionally well with the defense. However, the Bears' offense is led by a vapid-minded quarterback that should be playing in the CFL. So before you start celebrating the second coming of the Super Bowl shuffle, unless the Bears' defense starts winning these games, I would temper your expectations. Okay, hold up there, uh, Mitchell Trubisky basher. No one's saying he's Joe Montana's prime, but he's not playing in the CFL, my friend. He's, he's, he's playing a whole lot better than that. And that's unfair. And not true. No, I think it's very fair. I think it's very fair. What? What? Okay. We're well, you... enjoy Bartolini's on us. Okay. Either way, Mitchell. But, but I think <laughs> what he's saying is this: he cannot go toe to toe with Kirk Cousins. He scored one touchdown, like Dan said. Uh-huh. Kirk, he, and here's the thing: that's ridiculous. He outplayed Kirk Cousins tonight. Kirk Cousins was horrendous. Uh, what, what? Just stop, uh, no, Mark. He's, he's entitled to his opinion. That's not what happened. 
Okay. Let, let me just tell you this. Gentler mark. Okay. As a guy that tried to... <laughs> the one time put, I say something, cost told me to back off. For a guy that I spent a long, you know, a long time trying to put quarterbacks out of commission, the more he keeps this mindless running... He's good. It's going to happen. I'm just telling you. It's not, you know, if it's going to, it's when. And Alex Smith got his leg broke today. I'm just saying. I don't like, you know, and, you know, uh, Collinsworth is going, oh, yeah. And Aggie goes, oh, I don't mind him, right? You better mind it because guess what? You think he's going to get better when he's uh, got a cast on his leg? It's it's inevitable. It's inevitable. He, If he keeps on doing it, he'll get cranked. Pretty good. Mitchell Trubisky's quarterback rating for the year is 101.6. That's 11th in the NFL. Mitchell Trubisky's yards per attempt, OB, you you love that stat, 7.95. That's 11th in the NFL. Okay, he's not. Now we could could break that down to the simple. We could. How many three yard passes, five yard passes, six yard passes, turn into 15, 17, whatever, were a dink and dunk. And things are happening. That's what I'm talking about with this team. The, yeah. the, the good things are happening to this team. It's unbelievable. The bounce of the ball, the calls. It's game after game after game. And just like today, we won this game by five points playing. I couldn't believe how horrible Minnesota played. Yeah, Minnesota and we was won, only we, won by five points. We owned them, and we scored one touchdown. And, we had, and here's the key. Here's the key. We had the ball almost 10 more minutes uh, than the Vikings. Almost 10 more minutes. Take the other caller. John and Fox Lake, wrap it up. Go ahead. Whereas this season looks like to be very nice on offense, I'm not going to go where the last guy went. But where I will go is this, this coaching staff is building this uh, plays and everything based off of speed. We don't have speed coming out of the backfield with Howard, and we don't have speed receivers. You give that to Mitch and watch out because you're going to have to play with the Saints and the Rams and the Chiefs, and that involves speed. So come next year, I hope we address those issues on offense because we don't have that right now. Hey, John, hold on. I'm giving you a $50 gift card to Bartolini's as well, mainly because Mitch hung up and forgot his Bartolini. So you hang on, pal. <laughs> well, you, you, you irritated Mitch so much he hung up. Well, I, I don't know about the speed out of the backfield. Tariq Cohen's got some nice speed out he of had the backfield. To go, he's he quick. had to go burn his Trubisky. He's quick. <laughs> he's quick. Okay. Hey, we appreciate quick. all you callers. Thank you so much. You make the show. All right, four wins in a row. Again, pregame on Thanksgiving, 9-11. to Kazi, great to see you in studio today, buddy. You too. We appreciate it. And uh, OB, I want to see that dance on Thanksgiving. <laughs> Look at the backside More of to come. OB. All right. Everybody, uh, thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. Thanks for texting tonight. Bears a winner. Great to be with you on a Sunday night. Have a great start to your work week and have a great Thanksgiving holiday. News coming up, 720 WGN.